The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ooh, the sounds of the man who nearly ended up permanently on Aaron Hawksworth's rear end. Nearly, nearly, it almost happened. The man who perhaps helped cost his team a trip to Super Bowl 58, Dan Campbell. Before that, you heard George Kittle on the podium, on stage, I should say, celebrating the NFC Championship. And before that, you heard the highlights of a giant San Francisco comeback in the NFC Championship game. Welcome in to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack, Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski with you, and so much to get into with both of these conference championship games. We even take sort of a grander look back on the season in the middle of the third and final hour. A ton of hoops to get into as far as what happened over the weekend and what to expect to happen tonight, both college and NBA as Kobe Appreciation Week, I guess we could call it, continued into Friday night. Jason Locke and Fora, one hour from now, our Odyssey NFL insider, to take a first look at Super Bowl 58, which we will do in just a couple of minutes. But, man, I leave for a couple of days, Aaron, and you nearly get new fresh ink on your butt, courtesy of Dan Campbell. We will get into the AFC Championship game, but... We were all so confident. I texted you guys on Friday, I think it was, and said, hey, I don't care if it's moving to seven and a half in some spots. Give me the Niners. They're going to cover this thing because Dan Campbell's going to Dan Campbell himself at some point. He did. Lions still covered, but um, he still Dan Campbelled this thing. You can talk about <coughs> drops, I think. Oh, you can yeah. talk about the fumble. Those are all parts of the story, but – a head coach who had an opportunity to sort of get his hands back on the wheel at 10 and two and, and steer into the skid a little bit and gain some control and maybe calm his team down. Most of which had never been in a situation like this before road playoff game trip to the Super Bowl on the line instead just kind of took his hands off the wheel and said, oh, I'm crazy. Fourth down, Dan Campbell, we're going for it. And Joe, the lions lions themselves because of it. And it's not all on Dan Campbell. I'm not going to put it all on him. But like I said, he had a chance to sort of 
calm things down in a couple of moments in the second half when San Francisco was clearly seizing control. And instead, he didn't steer into the skid. He just took his hands off the wheel and said, hey, whatever happens, happens now, boys. And some of the reaction was, oh, well, this is how Dan Campbell has coached all year. So? Doesn't make it right. And there were many of us that were pointing out, this is going to screw them in the end. This is how their season is going to end. And that's exactly how it played out. Like the drops with Reynolds, yeah, you could put it on him. You could also say, hey, quarterback, why aren't you throwing to Amon Ross St. Brown later in the game? Why aren't you going to Laporta? in these gotta-have-it moments. Instead, let's go to Reynolds again. Well, maybe there's a reason that he's open. Maybe he's not top of mind when it comes to Wilkes' defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Dan Campbell, it, Chris, it just wasn't the fourth down stuff. It was, we're down 10. We need a field goal at some point. Let's run the ball so the mm-hmm. clock keeps running, and you could point that to Ben Johnson. That's fine, but he's still the head coach. He has final say on everything. Um, and then, nope, not going to take the three, which we're going to need at some point anyways to tie this thing. No, nope, we, we got we to gotta call a timeout. We want the play that, that we need. Okay, it worked. Cool. Touchdown. Game over. Because you don't have three timeouts. Because when the onside doesn't work, you don't have three timeouts, and it's ball game once they uh, recover it. So that was your chance. He decided it was more important to call the timeout, get the exact play that they wanted to score the touchdown instead of preserving that timeout so you could stop San Francisco. So they're forced to get a first down uh, to beat you. I, I saw someone put it, I thought, perfectly on X. I don't remember who it was. But like just watching Dan Campbell at the end, it's like he's – they said he's having his tin cup moment. I'm like, yeah, he is. No matter what the situation, he's going to do it his way. And in the end, I think that's part of the reason. It's not the only reason, Aaron, but that's part of the reason uh, the line season is over. Yeah, and Dan Campbell, I thought it was refreshing, said this might have been our only shot, keeping it real to his players because they know now they're going to have a bullseye on their back and a lot of teams are going to be going at him. You just never know. They're probably losing Ben Johnson. Like, things are going to change, you know, and it's tough to get back to that spot. However, no one else is going to defend Dan Campbell. I guess I will take a shot at it. He's only been a head coach for a few years. Surely, just like players look at film, he's going to take a look at this. You would hope he tries not to be so aggressive in those fourth down uh, decisions. He probably didn't trust his kicker all that much. And I do think that he'll learn from this. At least I hope he won't be as aggressive and get in his own way sometimes. A lot of times. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I know if you're a Lions fan or on this Lions team, you're not waking up like, oh, it was still a, a great run. Like, you know, you wanted to get to the Super Bowl and win the whole thing. But it's still at the end of the day, the Lions haven't been in this situation in so long. And it is awesome to see. And I think... Still, things are bright there in Detroit, so I'm not going to worry about it too much. But then again, I'm not a Lions fan, so it's probably easier said looking from the outside in. Yeah, you know, I, I, I compared it to a lot of people. I was trying to explain it to my son last night, like how monumental it would be if the Lions were to go to a Super Bowl. I said, bud, this would be like, for people that live in Pittsburgh, this would be like the Pirates going to the World Series. And his eyes got real big, like, oh, okay, this is a big deal. Um, and that's, they did, 
as someone who saw the Pirates go to the playoffs a couple times a decade ago, that's what this was for Detroit. They got there. Now, the question is, can they maintain it? Like you guys said, mm-hmm. can they overcome yeah. the changes that will inevitably come their way? Can Dan Campbell learn from being just blindly aggressive, which is great. You know, people were coming at me with that argument last night when I faulted Campbell for a lot of this. They said, well, he was aggressive all year. That's how they got there. Well, no. deer, deer aggressively try to run a car across the highway all the time. It, yeah. They don't always make it, okay? You can be blindly aggressive and not think about the circumstances, but just know that if if you go that route, you may end up getting splattered across somebody's windshield. And that's what happened to the Lions in the second half. Niners were plus 300 at halftime on the money line. And to those that watched the first half and decided to go in on that, kudos to you. I'm golf clapping you right now because that was ballsy considering the way San Francisco played in the first half. I did, I, I was looking at it thinking, okay, the Lions just have to manage things here from here on out. They didn't manage mm-hmm. things. San Francisco completely <laughs> flipped it around. And they get the fourth down stops, they get the turnovers, and credit where it's due, Brock Purdy played a quality game as well. So the Niners are headed back to the Super Bowl, second time in four years, uh, eighth NFC title for them, and we'll get a rematch of Super Bowl 54. Uh, was it Super? Yeah, Super Bowl 54, uh, when we had Chiefs. Niners, because Kansas City in Baltimore handles business against the Ravens, 17 to 10. Uh, Kansas City, obviously, as the dogs, the road dogs, again, go in there and handle things. Because the Ravens, I I thought, just forgot what had gotten them there. They completely forgot what had gotten them there. You talk about another team melting down. Lamar Jackson all of a sudden throwing balls into triple coverage in the end zone. It, it just struck me as a very poorly managed game against the Chiefs, both from Harbaugh and his offensive staff and from his quarterback. And you can't manage things poorly against the Chiefs. You just can't because if they get an opportunity, they are going to take advantage. And that's exactly what they did. You know, they left Kelsey wide open all day. He goes off 11-116 in a touchdown. He uh, breaks Jerry Rice's playoff receptions record in the prog- uh, process. And Mahomes now in the playoffs, five touchdowns, no interceptions. In a game that should have been managed conservatively, Joe, the Chiefs simply did a better job of managing a conservative game plan to a a game that I think we all thought would be like a race to 20. They didn't even need 20. Look, I'm all for uh, criticizing Dan Campbell, and I I think he brings up some good points about why it might be their only chance, and we can cite some examples later. But the shocking revelation of the day was that the worst coaching job was by John Harbaugh's coaching staff. Like that, and Todd Munkin, a guy that's been, you know, talked about openings and, you know, all the hype in the offseason, they met those expectations, they exceeded those expectations. And then yesterday, it's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, this is your big advantage. You should be able to run the ball all day on Kansas City. That's what you do. We know they have an elite passing defense, but the run game is where they struggle. And their running backs had six rushes on the day. They completely abandoned that. They did it a little bit with Lamar, and that was fine. You know, he didn't quite meet his prop like we were expecting. They had one receiver that showed up, but with Lamar in the with everything online, AFC Championship, you're going to go toe to toe with Mahomes, and he's going to pass, pass, pass all day. I didn't understand that. And then they're talking about after the game, Lamar was well. We didn't expect him to blitz that much. Well, let's let's go back one week. 
Like you'd expect Houston to blitz that much, and you made the proper adjustments at halftime, and then you run away with it. And they and were looking for the adjustments yesterday. They were out coached. They were outplayed. It was turnovers. It was dumb mistakes. And it just got to a point, guys, where it was like, Aaron, every single drive, like, well, let's see how the Ravens screw this one up because it's happening. I don't remember ever thinking that way about the Ravens before. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus no, they were like so consistent and dominant. And we kept talking about that. I really thought this was their year. I didn't even hedge. Like I just saw my Ravens futures go up in flames. I was quite stunned actually, like pretty shocked at what I saw. I mean, Mahomes and Kelsey just had their way with the Ravens, especially in the first half and just the Ravens offensively an inability to get anything going was stunning. Chris, I, I'm still yeah. in uh, a bit of disbelief about it. I couldn't even bring myself to hedge during the game because I thought, this can't be happening. No way. <laughs> and then by that point, it's just too late. It's too late, yeah. <laughs> it, well, and it was the man – it started with the with the game management. Like you mentioned, Joe, Todd Munkin not, just completely abandoning the run game for no reason in a game that, like I said – you could tell was going to, to be a consistent game plan. Like, this is a race to 20, that kind of game. Uh, and then the mistakes added on. Like, 
I have a hard time absolutely killing a guy for diving for the goal line in Zay Flowers' case, but you do have to protect the football. Lamar Jackson, again, throwing into triple coverage in the end zone. That was like a Hail Mary with, what, six or seven minutes left in the ball game. You can't do that. Um, That's the kind of stuff we hadn't seen from them all year. They hadn't made those kind of mistakes. Um, It's just so that that's the thing that that absolutely astonished me about it was this is completely out of character for Baltimore, the way they've handled things all year. I keep coming back to this, and people have started to talk about it a lot now that we're seeing it happen with different teams. It's not just the Buffalo Bills. Is Kansas City at a level where they're just in everybody's head, where they just find a way? And 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 you see it unraveling yesterday with the Ravens. Like They thought the game was over when there was a lot of time left for them. Like They just yeah. like, mm-hmm. hands up, this is a wrap. We don't have a chance against this team. And like I was talking yesterday with a Patriots fan. He's like, I've I've lived this. I've been on the good side of this. This is what it looks like when teams think they have no chance against you. Like, and to the point about the coaching staff with the Ravens, there's no chance in hell some of the all-time elite coaches, their teams show up and play like that. Like a Bel- since we're giving the example, a Belgic team would never show up in that manner in an AFC championship game. Yeah, even when Lamar, like, caught his own pass, just everything just seemed like it was not working for them. They, and I kept thinking, like, miracles. poor Lamar. Yes. Yeah, poor Lamar is just going to get compared to Mahomes and he can't can't beat him. And it just stinks after the regular season that they had MVP season to go out like that. People are going to want to take their votes back after yesterday. Yeah, like it or not, this is a trend now for Lamar and the Ravens in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. Listen to us on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and take us with you wherever you're headed today. Watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Coming up next, someone early looks. The line's already moved, in fact, on Super Bowl 58, right here on BetQL Daily. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.